Today we're blasting off to Etsy and beyond. I'll be talking to my little brother who currently runs my Etsy shop about how we transformed his Etsy life from really difficult to something that suits him and makes him happier every single day. You'll get to hear what it was like for him before and what his day looks like now. Today, we're actually going to call Scott on the phone and chat with him live. So please excuse our audio quality if it's not great. All right, let's give Scott a call now. It's recording now. Yay, we've mastered technology. Oh my God, I'm recording a phone call. Recording. Woo! Yay. Okay, so hi, Scott. How are you? Hi, Jenny. I'm good. How are you? Good. So for anybody who's listening, Scott runs my Etsy shop for me. He's my brother. And when we were living far apart, when I was living in the UK, Scott actually ran the American side of my business. He ran the wedding shop, which sold temporary tattoos. And now he runs all of Fuzzy and Birch on Etsy for me completely. So he's been through it, haven't you? Yes, I've been through the ringer with all this stuff. So I wanted to talk to you about how we kind of made your life different and adapted the Etsy shop to work better for you. Because when you were doing the tattoos, Things were kind of difficult, weren't they? Yeah, it was. There, it was. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. So, run me through what a normal day would have looked like back when you were doing the tattoos. The first thing in the morning you do is you go through and you check and see what everyone has ordered. You know, the day before, the night before, just seeing you know what kind of inventory we need to make for the day, and then mm-hmm. the the thing that was the long part was making the tattoos. So. You know what you need, but then you have to actually go make them, you know, in Illustrator or Photoshop. And that's the the part that takes the time, especially when you have someone, you know, who wants a custom tattoo, which, you know, you've been through the whole process of designing it with them. And now it's okay. You have to, you have to make the tattoos. And once they're made, you know, then we go and we fire up the big expensive color laser printer and, you know, print it on the expensive tattoo paper. You print the tattoos. And then you, we would laminate them, and then you cut the tattoos with the paper cutter that we had. And then once they were cut, then it was putting them in the bag, and then the envelopes, and then taking the envelopes off so that they could be shipped. So what you're describing is basically like, sometimes I would look at your shop and you would have like 10 orders. It's basically like you put that sheet of sticky paper on the top. And I yeah. cannot tell you guys how many times Scott would call me and he'd be like, I'm so angry at this tattoo paper because it would like go on crooked or he couldn't get the bubbles out or like it was just awful oh, the bubbles, for you. Oh, the bubbles, the bubbles were the worst. And I'm actually glad you said that. I forgot to mention that when you, uh, as part of the process. So that was part of it. After you put it through the laminator, yeah, there's always, there's always air bubbles in the paper and... I was a perfectionist at first. I was like, I have to get out every single air bubble. Like, I have to. It annoys me if I don't get out every single air bubble. But then you made me realize you can't get out every single air bubble. It's just not possible. So you have to live with the little tiny air bubbles. But, man, that was a pain. Oh, yeah. you. I got an angry phone call, like, every other day I would get an it was angry either, phone call. It was either because the printer didn't work or the air bubbles wouldn't come out. It was always something every day. You're not wrong. Yeah. So you basically went through what a lot of Etsy sellers go through where they realize 
yes, it can be super inexpensive to start up my own business. And yes, the equipment I need to do it might be affordable. But if something goes wrong with that equipment, there's no one here but me to help myself. So Scott would call me and we would literally spend an hour on the phone troubleshooting the printer because there'd be like an ink splotch or there didn't need to be and, and it kept printing or there would be goop or something just didn't work. Like remember when you discovered goo gone because the goop would come off on the tattoos when you ran them through the paper cutter. And we discovered Goo Gone, and we were like, our lives are forever changed. Goo Gone was one of the best discoveries we ever made. That stuff worked like a charm. It was amazing. And I think it was literally your father just seeing how covered in goop everything was and literally going like, okay, I'm going to take you to the hardware store now. I'm just fixing our lives. He came back from the hardware store with it one day, and he was like, here, try this to clean your paper cutter. I just randomly saw this, and it might work. And I tried it, and I was like, oh, my God, I love this product. Yeah, it I was, was like it was this. Such a life I was like, I never imagined in a million years this would work, but oh my God, it's a miracle in a bottle. It was. It's like little simple things when you're selling your own products and you're doing everything from home. Simple things can be such a game changer, but simple things can also totally screw you over. Like if you would run out of paper, we'd have to wait until you get more to fulfill orders and you'd just be sitting there freaking out for like days. I would, yeah, because, yeah, this is not, you know, everyday paper. This has to be, you know, special ultra fancy tattoo paper that we're using. And there's one place in the U.S. that sold it, and it was Chicago. And, you know, so that's not that far away. But that's your only that's your only way to get this tattoo paper here in, in the U.S. at the time. Sometimes they didn't have the tattoo paper. And I was like, well, I need some. What do I do? And that's when I would have a a mini freak out because everybody in the U.S. who used this paper had to get it from one place. And sometimes they had it, sometimes they didn't. That was a big problem that I ran into. Yeah, that's the worst. Do you remember, I must have shipped you paper from the U.K. because it was easier to get where I was living in the U.K. than it, it was, was for you. Too. Yeah. yeah, so I would, like, buy a ton of it. Like, I'd spend hundreds of dollars on paper for you. I remember I remember when Dad came to visit you in the U.K. for the first time. You sent him back in his suitcase with, like, 20 boxes of paper for me. Oh, he got, like, caught at customs for that, too. Yeah, he did. Like, they <laughs> asked him so many questions, and they, like, x-rayed it multiple times, and they they did not understand why he had so much paper in his like, luggage. Like, what is this? What is this for? Why do you have so much of it? And it's just, yeah. like, it's, it's like, this is my only way of getting it. Like, you guys don't understand. There's one place in the U.S. that sells it, and they don't always have it. Yeah, that was the worst. We used to always try to keep you stocked in paper because just the just the anxiety around not being able to fulfill orders because people expected these to arrive pretty quickly too. We always tried. It's like you you order something from us. We always try to ship it the next day, and yeah, you know that way people get them within two or three days. And I mean, I never actually ran out of paper. There was a couple times it was a close call, but yeah, that that caused some problems. Oh, you were much better about it than me. I ran out of paper multiple times, especially during Christmas. You were way more on it than I was. It's so ironic. Like you were helping me run the business and you were better at it than I was. I tried to be. I was like, as soon as I, as soon as I got to down to like five boxes of paper, I was like, I have to order more. I have to order oh, more. I Otherwise I'm going to run out. One box? Oh my God. That's why you were so much better at it than me. I'd be like, oh, I have a box left. I should order more. You love like You love to play with fire. You love to play with fire. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's talk about how it's different now. So now you run the Fuzzy and Birch Home Decor Shop. The wedding shop closed because it was too much, too overwhelming. I couldn't handle it. You couldn't handle it. We couldn't We couldn't keep up with it. It was too much, not to mention, like, you were getting miserable. Like, shipping, packing and shipping stuff, you were, like, 
I have a brain and I don't want to just put things in boxes for the rest of my life. There were, there were some things I could have done a little bit differently. I mean, one advantage I have was that I live, you know, five to 10 minutes away from the post office. So I would, you know, just load things up in my car and drop them off myself. Now, could I have paid a little bit more to have them come pick them up? Yeah, I, I could have. But, you know, when I don't have a huge volume of orders every single day, I was like, well, do I want to pay, have someone come pick them up on a day where I might only have like five orders? I was like, that's not really worth it to me. Yeah. So I, I, I could have, I, there were a couple ways I could have made it easier on myself, but for the most part, yeah, you're right. It was like you knew this wasn't what you wanted to do. You were actually doing it to me as a favor in order to help me run the business. But I think you knew that this wasn't it for you, you know? I mean, I think the I think the straw was, you know, when we had the big issue with the color laser printer that's randomly, you know, putting ink blocks all over the place on pages. Oh, God, yeah. Where it's not supposed to be. And it's like, I can't fix that. My only choice is to reprint an entire page of tattoos. When something like that happens, because a lot of times I would be like, I can't save that tattoo. Yeah, and that paper was expensive. So reprinting a whole sheet costs like a dollar or more. The paper was expensive and the ink was expensive too. So both yeah. of those things were big factors. Now you're doing everything through print on demand. So you have, yeah. like, tell me about your, your day now as compared to then. So my day now is still kind of the same in the morning, go through, look at the orders. And, you know, it's nice because most of the orders can just automatically get sent to our print on demand service, which is great. You know, I don't have to do much, but sometimes there will be like a new product and you have to go into the print on demand service and then you upload your artwork onto it or your pillow or your tote or whatever. And then it just, it gets sent to the, the print shop and they print it and they ship it and it's it's phenomenally easy you basically cut down from literally like five to ten minutes per tattoo per order to like literally a minute I mean, per order and you don't even have to go to the post office it's great i mean because you know before you know i was buying like envelopes in bulk and the little plastic bags for the tattoos in bulk and you know i had stamps.com so i would have to go in there every morning when i was shipping tattoos and you know, pay the, the postage for each order. I'd have to weigh every order, you know, because the, the price is determined by the weight. And most of the time it was the same, so that's not a big deal. But I would have to go through and buy my postage every morning so that I could ship all the orders. And now I don't have to do any of that. It saves me so much time, and I love it. You're literally like free agent now. You could run your business from anywhere. You don't rely on the post office and your house isn't slowly getting filled with like packing supplies. I don't have envelopes everywhere. I don't have little plastic bags. I don't have tattoo paper stacked up everywhere. I don't have ink cartridges that take up a whole bunch of space. I don't have that massive color laser printer that took up like a whole desk by itself. Good God, that thing was gigantic. Yeah, I remember. You hated that thing. It was, and it was heavy too. So I was like, we have to figure out where it goes right now because once I put it down, <laughs> I don't want to move it. Plus the other thing I love about print on demand for you, because I originally roped you into this Etsy thing because I couldn't run my business on my own without help. I roped you in to do the American shipments for me. And that was just something you were doing for extra income out of college. But then ultimately you were like, hey, I really like this working from home thing. I just hate having to basically give up half of my day every single day to pack items and do all this stuff that I never plan on doing. But with print on demand, it's like you really don't have to do much. You can still do the fun stuff where you're 
getting to play and use your brain and think of new products, but you don't have to do the pain in the butt part where you're just constantly thinking about, okay, well, is this going to get out on time? Well, all the different stressors about equipment breaking or not having supplies, it's really taken a lot off of you. And as somebody who never planned to be an Etsy seller in the first place, I think that this is such a nice way for you to go. It's the perfect mix. Yeah, it's great to be able to just be like, I already have all these great products they sell. And it's like, okay, well, now what else do I want to sell? I can spend my time thinking about that, you know, instead of designing tattoos for people, which was fun. But to me, it was not something I was good at. So I was like, well, I don't know how much time I want to spend the the boring part, the laminating and the cutting and the packing and then drive to the post office. It's the perfect mix of of being able to still do what I like. And, but at the same time, being able to be like, okay, where do I go from here? You know, what else can I do? That's the stuff I'd rather think about and spend my time on. That's way nicer. I'm way happy with it. You want the freedom. You want to be able to do your own thing and still live the life, you know, that you want the way you want, you know, without having to be told to come to work at seven o'clock every day and then stay till like nine o'clock at night. It's nice to just be able to do things your own way. I agree. And you and I are definitely super unemployable now once you work from home. You gotta we have no yourself. chance of ever going back into corporate life ever again. No, we're we're too far gone. But I think I think There's this no is a great solution. Yeah, it's a great solution for you in particular and just like the whole passive income thing really works for you, I think. It works out perfectly. Yeah. Well thank you so much for sharing this with me and I'm super excited I got to chat with you on the podcast. And uh, happy Etsy sales today. I think you got a few already. I think I did. Thank you. I'm glad I could share this with everybody. All right. I'll talk to you later, Scott. Okay. Bye, Jenny. Thank you. Bye. Have questions on today's episode or want to tell me what you and I should chat about next? Don't forget to head straight for the comments section and tell me your thoughts. If you can't see the comments section, that's because you're not a paying member. Whether you're listening to this episode in your email or on the web, just hit the subscribe button and choose any paid plan to start commenting. While I won't have time to answer every question, I want to let you know that I avidly read the comments section. And even if I don't respond, I will be using your comments to create new episodes answer your questions on the air, not to mention I'll be looking for Etsy shops to talk about each and every month. And to all of you listening out there, I just want to let you know that I love your guts out. If it weren't for you, I'd be homeless, sitting under a bridge, talking to myself about Etsy. You are the number one thing I am grateful for every single day. And there's nothing I want more than for you to have the best week ever. Thanks so much for listening.